So, show last night. You went to it? I did. We we went to a show last night. We went to um see a uh, Death's Dynamic Shroud. <laughs> Nespri. Mm, I know nothing about either of those groups. It's vaporwave. Okay. <laughs> What's the what was the pandemic vibe there like? Uh, you know, the venue was pretty good about checking vaccination cards. They're really good about walking around the venue and making sure people were masked up. Uh, not a lot of non-mask wearers. And we stayed away from the larger crowds, which was nice. It was like a sold-out show, but it didn't feel packed at all. That's nice. Yeah, they probably only rocked it at half capacity. Yeah. Or something, yeah. That's fair. I almost went to a comedy show last night, and I was like, man, I shouldn't do that because I'm probably the most infectious person there. Yeah. Like, just spreading my hot, hot, sweaty COVID <laughs> breath all over everybody. Yeah. Hey, what episode is this? Uh, I think it's episode 57. Oh. Is there a basketball player who played for the goal, uh, the Denver Nuggets for three years? Uh, yeah, yeah. Denver Nuggets for the three, for three years, Francisco Elson. Ah, somewhere. That's somebody's favorite basketball player. Somewhere. He, it's, I, I truly do believe he was just like on the bench all the time. <laughs> Never heard of this man. He was someone's nephew. Yeah, I know. I feel just bad. Get, just get him in the game, brother. Come on. Yeah. He's just not good enough. Just put Frankie in one game. He'll show you up. He shows up up in the driveway all the time. <laughs> this isn't the driveway. This is the NBA. Sorry, this is gone. This is gone haywire. <laughs> <laughs> and, and scene. <laughs> so speaking of scenes... Uh, the music scene. I'm just oh, yeah. Me-, <laughs> me and Johnny are talking about what we could talk about this episode, but nothing we were listening to was actually really worth talking about. I'm assuming with you as well, Johnny, I'm listening to Crass. And Kung Fu Rick. Those are the two bands I've been listening to a lot lately. Yeah, I've been just listening to Kill Bill the Rapper and like... Body others caught up in the fantasy, it's just an RPG. How you wanna walk, how you wanna breathe, how you gonna talk like a G, how you gonna rock when my steez been a body others caught up in the fantasy, it's just an RPG, huh? Yeah, that's about it, so... <laughs> I will say one thing about Crass, there's a documentary... That came out maybe in 2012. It's a Dutch documentary. Factbot, what's the name of it? Rick, didn't you just watch this movie? It's called Crass. There is no authority but yourself from 2011. It was made by Dutch filmmaker Alexander Oe. All right. So you see Penny Rimbaud naked in it completely. Just worked like oh sitting on a uh, a composting toilet for 10 seconds. Oh my lord. <laughs> yeah, it's thing. And uh, you know, Kung Fu, I ordered a lot of stuff from the 625. Uh, yeah. Thrash catalog recently, including the Kung Fu Rick record. So I've been listening to a lot of spaz. <laughs> and Kung Fu Rick. <laughs> I 
which is something we've we've talked about way yes. a long time ago. Boring. <laughs> we've discussed this before in one of the lost episodes. Oh yeah. So we thought we'd talk about soundtracks. I expected some weird fanfare when I said soundtracks. So help me out with that. Soundtracks. Beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> I don't know. I just stole <laughs> the <pretty> fanfare. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I listen to a lot of soundtracks. Johnny listens to soundtracks Some. and video game soundtracks, right? This is true. Yeah. So I thought, you know, this might be a terrible idea just to go back and forth and talk about some soundtracks. Yeah. And uh, this may be really boring. I hope it's not. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you, the listener, can decide if this is boring or not. Please write to uh, at gmail.com for any complaints. Sounds good to me. I hope that's not a real email address. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ketchup. I'll beep it out. It's fine. No one will hear it. I'll put a real yeah. email address in there. But yeah, Johnny, why don't you hit me hit me first with a with the soundtrack? Since I don't talk or since I don't listen to a lot of movie soundtracks, I mean, when I was a kid, I used to. I really was into the Phantom Menace soundtrack. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'd say in like the last like 20 years, the last two soundtracks I got into, first one being uh, the Shaun of the Dead soundtrack. Can I get any of you cunts a drink? soundtrack yeah there's a lot of fun songs on it it really uh i don't know that that i monster song the blue wrath it's just so good it's really good in the movie it's really good song where, just to do you remember where somehow? in the movie that is because i listened to that soundtrack a couple times and i remember writing notes for it uh, mm-hmm. and i must have thrown away those notes oh <laughs> so. no that's okay other than that there's like a couple other like standouts of course like don't stop me now by queen is on there having a good time having a good time the shooting star leaping through the sky like a tiger defying the laws of gravity i'm a racing car passing by White Lines, which only recently did I find out uh, Marissa had no idea what that song was about. Ticket to ride, White Line Highway, tell all your friends they can go my way, pay your toll, sell your soul, pound for pound, cost more than gold. Is it about cocaine? It's about cocaine. Get out of here, Dewey. What are y'all doing in here? It's called cocaine, and you don't want no part of this shit. Cocaine? Ah, there's a song. It has the word zombie in it, and it's like an electronic song. That song's really good. Oh yeah, Zombie Nation. Yes. Oh 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 oh. Yeah. Yep, that yep, song's yep. great. 
That song is great. It has Ghost Town on it by the Specials. That oh, song's yeah. awesome. Super chill. And it's only in the movie for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Like it's literally the very beginning of the movie, then it's done. Yeah. I watched it, Dawn of the Dead, not Dawn of the Dead. Whoops, we're gonna get to that soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Yep. And there's a Buzzcocks cover in the credits that's not actually on the soundtrack. Oh, really? Yeah, I forgot what Buzzcock song and who it's by, but Factbot, fill me in. Rick, you dummy. That song is on the soundtrack. It just was not on the YouTube playlist you were listening to. It is the Buzzcock song Happy Nowadays covered by Ash, featuring Chris Martin. Thanks, Factbot. Yeah, we just watched that movie recently, too, like I think like two or three weeks ago. It's really good. I it watched it at the video store and told Lindsay I watched the video store, and she was like, oh, I want to watch that. And I was like, I'll watch it again right now, honestly. Right. Like, we didn't, but I will happily watch those three movies a million times in a row. For sure. Same yeah. here. Yeah, they good. They do have that The Gonk oh, remix. Yeah. Which yeah. the gunk, if you don't know, is the uh, song at the end of Dawn of the Dead, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, that do. song, as a child, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't know why it just creeped me out so it's, much. It works so well during those credits. Like, yeah, it just shows the mall, the zombies just like roaming around the the, the, mall. the mall. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. and it's just fitting like, to the narrative of what George A. Romero was trying to convey. Some blessed person on the internet. I mean, I guess it's been for a while. Someone actually found all those mall songs that are in Dawn of the Dead and made a couple of playlists on YouTube. Oh, that's amazing. One of the soundtracks I wanted to talk about was the Dawn of the Dead soundtrack. Okay. Uh, because the Goblin songs on it fucking rule. Yeah. solid songs i'm not even gonna name them who cares here's one
that one gets me. <laughs> and the one I liked a lot is the one that has this weird little jam in the middle of it where it almost seems like a different song where it's like, don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it goes to this part that goes. It almost seems like a very cheery part in the middle of like a dark song. You know, the, there's a lot of those like um, I don't know. And correct me if. If I'm wrong here, but like it feels like with another soundtrack I was going to talk about like before all this, but I didn't really dive too deep into it, which was the Warriors. It feels like those soundtracks from the 70s, like with more like Korg use, just kind of have like a, a sinisterly happy like vibe. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, they're just so like creepy. Like, I mean, the, the songs in the Warriors, could be used in Dawn of the Dead and vice versa and kind of fit for both. There is a song on the uh, Day of the Dead soundtrack from the George A. Romero movie. Yeah. I forgot the dude's name who did it. I'm so ill-prepared for this. Um, I know. Factbot, what's the dude's name who did that soundtrack? Rick, you don't. It is John Harrison. I am going to short circuit in this episode. Just watch me. Cool, thanks. So there's a there's a song on there called Sweet of the Dead, which is kind of a or Suit of the Dead, which is kinda of like a mashup of all the songs used. It's like fifteen yeah. minutes long. It's a Halloween tradition of mine, Halloween night, to drive around all the empty streets and listen to that soundtrack, or just that 15-minute long Suit of the Dead. And it's not even like an eerie thing. It's just like very, it's almost Jamaican sounding. That's so silly. Yeah, it's, it's fucking good though. I enjoy it thoroughly like i enjoyed that 70s synth heavy i mean i i shit on vaporwave all the time but johnny knows i like some pretty garbagey 80s jazz oh yeah jazz and um i do like 70s scores and soundtracks yeah i think it's just easy to shit on vaporwave because not a lot of it feels like original and or is original and it just feels cheap 
Yeah, it's cheap and lazy. A lot of it's cheap and lazy. There's good yeah. vaporwave. There's one that I like that you always, that you turned me on to, which I always forget who it is, but like the album cover has like sunglasses on it. Well, that's fucking that covers like 30 vaporwave. Uh, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, I can find it in two seconds. Hold on. It's like eyeliner. The eyeliner, that's the one. Yeah. 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 yeah that one that is at good. work sometimes for uh for patients. It's just in the background. It's like it's chill, but it's good. It's good chill. Yep. It's not just like fucking weather channel music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Dawn of the Dead soundtrack, Day of the Dead soundtrack, seventies, the Wizard the Warriors soundtrack. Do you know does the Warriors soundtrack uh, top of your head? I don't. I I don't I should have checked into that. We are bad. Bad boys. Oh the bad boys this bad episode. Boys. I did listen to the actual music music of the Warriors soundtrack, and yeah. it is pretty bad. <laughs> like oh, the, I bet. Like the recorded vocal songs. Yeah, I bet. Are pretty trashy. Which leads me, if I can, talk about mm-hmm. a soundtrack that I deeply love with that same kind of trashy 70s, 80s disco oh, vibe. Oh, yeah. Which is the Night Shift soundtrack. Frank, out on the street. It's a 1982 movie starring Michael Keaton and the Fonz. One of my favorite movies, near and dear to my heart. But like, since I've watched it so many times, I love these super corny songs in it. And uh, yeah, I have, I cannot, I am very unapologetic about how just dumb these songs are. Mm-mm. They are dumb, but they're like, I get what you mean. Like, there's something I don't have any kind of nostalgia to it, but I can feel like how you could get an attachment to it. Well, it's like some of the songs, like, I actually do really like uh, Quarter Flash, the title track band. Oh, yeah. And the ins- not the actual Rod Stewart song, but the instrumental version of That's What Friends Are For by Burt oh, okay. Jack. The, the Al Gerard. Al Gerard? I can't say his name right. I know yeah. you like that boy. That's your boy. Yeah. Uh, Girls Know How, that song. That I don't know what it good. is, man. It that kills song's me. That super good. You see that girls know how to Ask any man around You see that girls know how to do And uh, the Burt Bacharach Street Talk, the instrumental. Yeah, that one's good too.
So you like these songs, even though I actually previously sent this uh, soundtrack Johnny's Way, and he's never seen the movie. So, no. Yeah. Never seen the movie, but yeah, I really like. Yeah, I was listening to them while I was waiting for you and like setting up again. So it's like, yeah, yeah these songs are nice. They're just, yeah, they're just nice. The Burt Bacharach instrumental, like the organ or like the piano, the electric mm-hmm. piano on it's really good. I like the. Yeah. That's what friends are for. And I always <laughs> actually bring that song up. I've been talking a mile a minute. What you got, Johnny? Uh, what else do I got? What else do I got? Oh, guess what? More Edgar Wright stuff. I have uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. that soundtrack i didn't put two and two together when you brought those up that that's both by edgar wright yeah i know that now yeah yeah actually like i really appreciate edgar wright as a director and how he kind of coordinates his movies because another edgar wright movie baby driver the way scenes work work in line with the music so like if there's gunshots there's like kind of drum beats and music that kind of sync along with it He's really smart about how he does that. He does that in Shaun of the Dead as well. And, of course, like him doing Scott Pilgrim, an entire movie kind of, or series based around kind of an idea of music. That has one of our uh, things we brought up before is fake bands in movies that are good. And Sex Bob-omb, the music in that is great. I'll take you for a ride I'm a garbage truck Oh no Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot that we brought Beck, that up, right? but yep. Yeah, the, the, the soundtrack has the Beck versions and the Sex bob versions. Yep. Which the Beck versions are great. Yeah, they're good. It's got another really good Frank Black solo song. Oh, yeah, that's right. That dude always kills it on soundtracks with solo songs. Yeah, he does. His one on the Powerpuff Girls soundtrack is really good, too. I'm not a religious dog, but I said that I don't know that one. Oh man, yeah, it's good. You'll hear it. Yeah, but if you're washing dishes and listening to this episode, yeah, yeah, I really appreciate that they have the the actual like broken social scene, like I'm so sad, so very very sad song on there and stuff. Oh yeah, this song is called I Am Sad, so very very sad. Thank you. They got Teenage Dream, which is a pretty good T-Rex song. A jet jump driver speeds 
song is good. I kind of shit on T-Rex, but mm-hmm. that song's good. Marissa loves T-Rex. I will never tell her that I do not love <laughs> It actually has my uh, second favorite Rolling Stone song, which has kind of moved up to my first because my first Rolling Stones, favorite Rolling Stone song kind of has become overplayed over the last five, ten years, it seems like. But Under My Thumb, that's such a good oh, song. Yeah. Under my thumb Rod Stewart, uh, Rolling Stones. We're like 70-year-old women in this episode. I know, right? What? We also talked about Rod Stewart on a previous episode when we talked about skate videos. Yeah. Really, when it comes to like soundtracks and soundtracks that I really love, it would be music from skate videos, which we did. And we'll do again. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, when I was a kid, we went to the record store. I got a little turntable and as i mentioned before on this the first seven inch i ever played on my little turntable as a kid was a prince record we went to sears or someplace that had records and this was like 1988 maybe mm-hmm. and my dad said i could get a record and i was like oh boy and i picked up the who framed Roger Rabbit soundtrack? Oh man! And my dad was like, "Oh, this is not what you think it is." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and the reality, it was exactly what I thought it was: is music from the movie. Yeah, but I think my dad thought it would be like a sto- like I was assuming it would be like a storybook or something. Okay, yeah. But I ended up buying this like Disney record that's like sing a song with Disney, where it's like Old MacDonald had. <laughs> I was yeah. five, so you know it is a good soundtrack. That like weird jazzy piano. Roger Rabbit, Rabbit soundtrack by Factbot. Help me out here. Police Rick, you are killing me. The 1988 Who Frame Roger Rabbit soundtrack was done by Alan Silvestri. Why have you been hanging out with to make you so dumb? Screwy squirrel? Dipsy doodle? Thank you, Factbot. You're being overworked this episode. Oh, seriously. They have that record at this record shop that just recently opened up here in like in Atwater Village. It sucks because um, I've seen it before. I have a cassette of it, but mm-hmm. I've seen, I almost bought the record just because of that. Because like, oh, when I was yeah. a kid, I really wanted this. I should buy it. But it's like gone up used to like 20 bucks. But yeah. it used to be in like discount bins for like $2. Right. So, yeah. They, just re- kinda... they re-released it and I don't need that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt about Back to the Future. I used to have that soundtrack. Uh, when I moved out and moved in with Marissa, my old roommate, had all my records, and now I don't know where they are. Yeah, I have the Back to the Future soundtrack on cassette somewhere, but 
I remember that was the first time I ever seeing like a boutique re-release mm-hmm. and then immediately looking on eBay and you could buy the, the vinyl record for like four dollars. It's like, oh, you could buy this reissue or just the uh, the original for four bucks. Like, I miss that. Where now it's like you look for the original and it's far more expensive. Like, yeah, that's the one thing about this record shop. They actually just uh, posted last weekend, I believe. They posted a bunch of video game soundtracks that they had. That and I actually did get a really interesting record from them. I kind of never expected I would get, but makes me think I don't know where these records are coming from, and they're charging way too much for them. <laughs> what is it? What is it? So the record i got was uh danger mouse the gray album it's the kind of mashup that he did of the beatles white album and jay-z's black album okay yeah. that's weird never heard that and i guess i'll hear it again when i'm listening to this episode of washing dishes fast forward i beat with radio phone play they show they'll play my hits well i don't give a shit so rap max try and use my black ass so advertise to give them more cash for ads fuck this yeah it's pretty good it's it's interesting like i always really liked it when i was younger like and it was something that you could just get straight from him like obviously he couldn't release it or anything so interesting to see on vinyl on vinyl and then i got it but that wasn't too much it was like 25 bucks yeah they wanted like i think it was like 150 bucks for the golden eye soundtrack oh weird yeah. Oh, the video game, not the movie. Yeah, the video game. The video yeah, I game. I can see that. Because that's, like, that's probably like a lower run or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not into the, the boutique putting soundtracks on records situation. Yeah, I usually am not either. I guess the only one I got, Marissa bought me the Anamanaguchi Scott Pilgrim vs. the World soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, the game. See, that's actually that's good though. But like putting an old game, yeah. Like, does anyone actually getting paid out of that? Like, you're charging this much for a record, but are any of the original songwriters getting squat from? Right, which would be what Greg Kirk, like, what's his name, Greg Kirkhope, and Greg. Honestly, I have no idea. Factbot. It is okay, Johnny. You don't have to remember every video game composer who will probably never get paid. The GoldenEye Nintendo 64 soundtrack was done by Graham Norgate, Grant Kirkhope, and Rob Beanland. A team effort, baby. Thanks. Yeah. So I do like the Skater Die 2 soundtrack for NES. The skate and or Yeah, it's great. great soundtrack and me and my friend started a bootleg soundtrack uh, cassette label called busted tapes and oh really uh, i'm gonna put that out eventually busted tapes presents skater die 2 ain't no one getting no money but neither are we so yeah you know we'll be fine the composer was grant kirkhope yeah why are you telling me that factbot already told us i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i knew you could figure it out with the help of your pal google i wanted beater i was playing the game mother 
which by the way folks is how I ran into Johnny Ketchum for the first time ever I was listening to a podcast that he was talking about the game Mother or the Mother series I know it's near and dear to his heart mm-hmm. the first game I was playing and then later found out they released a soundtrack for it in the 80s that has the same songs but with full bands and vocals Yeah, and it's honestly so good so good it's like a small choir boy uh singing these songs with a a famous singer whose name i can't remember Factbot. damn it rick you have the cd jewel case right in front of you the majority of the vocal tracks on the mother soundtrack were performed by a very young catherine warwick and an even younger jeremy holland smith why have physical media if you are not going to look at it chump Thanks, Backbot. But, oh, there she is, so young. Catherine Warwick, just a little baby back then. Lindsay's really into these songs, even though she's yeah. never really played the game. And they someone re-released it legitly. I got mine from Fangamer. Mine is uh, Sony Music, Shift Ashore, and GT Music. So it's like a legit release, I think. Yeah. Um, it's real good. There's a really dorky song called Paradise Line. Yeah. Let's stop But the song Being Friends is so amazing in the game when it shows up. Yeah, it and, is. Uh, really good on this soundtrack. Eight Melodies has always been one of my favorite songs. Oh, yeah. What you got? I mean, yeah, you could talk about that and like Mother 2 soundtrack, Earthbound. That soundtrack's huge, but absolutely amazing and all over the place uses 
a lot of my favorite uh, vaporwave tendencies of plunder phonics and using random sound effects and samples. think you hear like i think the song that plays when you come out of the hotel is like a beatles sample oh yeah yeah it's like good morning good morning what else is there there's a little rascals sample And I think the, yeah, I think it's in the, like, very first song that comes on the game, like, when you're entering your name, I think there's, like, a little sample of the little rascals in there. Ah, not the guy going, it just got. No, no. There's, yeah, there's so many little, like, things like that in that soundtrack. It's amazing. And that soundtrack's Eight Melodies is just as good, if, if not better, in my opinion. attachment to both of them but the one in earthbound is just so good i think uh the mother three soundtrack kind of strikes out i didn't nothing in that soundtrack really like stuck with me hard no there isn't anything that really like kind of grabs you the same way for sure there's a homage to one of the songs from the first game Yeah. And that's really it. Yeah. But people love those games. And they, they should, because they're all good. Yeah, that's true. They Especially if you got, like, a ROM of the first one where you can run instead of just walk very slowly. And it's yeah. a, a much better game. For sure. That game is, like, I, I don't know. Anybody who is lucky enough to play that game before they play Earthbound is uh, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I, I can't even go back. Yeah, that's what I did, and I'm fine with it. I think I'd honestly I'd play Mother One again before I played Earthbound again, and I've both only played them as adults. I never played them as a youngster. When I beat Mother Three, I was home alone. I felt very strange afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> it was a an odd experience. What else we got? Uh, what else do we have? When I was a kid, I was really into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three soundtrack. That's funny because I was about to bring up the first Ninja Turtles soundtrack. Really? Yeah. Ooh. What's special about the Ninja Turtles 3 soundtrack? Uh, the Jungle Boy song? Yeah, 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> that that song was Tarzan like my boy. life. I was in a Dickies cover band and there's a part that has this weird solo. We played Tarzan Boy instead, instead of that solo. That's awesome. Jungle Life. Yeah, I remember that was in the trailers for that. It was also yeah. in a Listerine commercial. Oh, yeah. That was That's a, a good song. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> legitimately a good electronics style. Oh, I have to take a picture of this uh, tape that I have here that Marissa found of mine while we were cleaning out our closet before you men- talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles soundtrack. Okay, well, first of all, the soundtrack is is fine. It's whatever. Like, I yeah. listen to it all the time because it reminds me of the movie, like, the fucking uh, MC Hammer song. <laughs> oh, yeah. I tax some wax, slam hard, don't relax. The hype is in my eye. I intend to win, so let the fun begin. Chilling at the top of those suckers kicking in. And the Partners in Crime song, Turtle Power. So when you're in trouble, don't give in and go sour. Try to rely on your and it has that weird splinters tell thing that's like for 15 years oh yeah <laughs> yeah for 15 years now we have lived here before that time i was a pet of my master yoshi and it's just like him telling the story but recently they released the score for the for the movie and it rules Like the, Ooh. like a couple of years ago, they released it on CD, and it's one of those boutique releases. Yeah, you can get the CD for like twelve bucks, but they recently released the second one as well. But nice. the score is so good, it like hits so hard. It's like evil. That bow down, bow bow. That's fucking awesome that's awesome i gotta check that out it's turtley i can't never mind i I always say that the first ninja trolls movie is a solid comic book movie that people don't treat it as one yeah we did a screening series of ultra video kind of like a i bet you didn't know this was good and ninja turtles was a surprise one and everyone was there is like i always thought this movie would suck and it's great like it's pretty solid like gritty new york crime movie right like not crime movie but it's like the grittiness is really there. Like it's For sure. like the comics. Like it's not like the cartoon show at all. No, Other than not that they at say all. like awesome and bodacious and eat pizza. They say so. damn a lot. They damn. Damn. Come back here. I'm not finished with you. Damn. I like that. Cricket. <laughs> you gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. 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 Nobody understands cricket. You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. I'll teach you. 
uh, yeah, good thing. What were you about to bring up that you found oh, in the closet? Yeah, so Marissa found one of my tapes from my old vehicle, as I like to call it. My old car was a 1986 Toyota Camry. I named it Reginald. It ran well, except it leaked oil and gas all the time. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but I drove that thing to the ground, and it only had a tape deck. And I had a bunch of tapes, and one of them uh, Marissa found that I put a label over, apparently, that says, Not the Encino Man soundtrack. <laughs> and it is the Encino Man soundtrack. That is the tape. Say I'm What is the what is the song from the Encino Man soundtrack? Uh, I don't know. To be honest with you, I think that the song that I was looking for on there was "Walk the Dinosaur." Oh yeah. I don't know. I, think... I know that's in the Super Mario Brothers movie soundtrack. Is it? It should yeah. be for sure, and it's it's most definitely got to be in the Flintstone movie soundtrack. What's right? not? What is? What? That was the band I think that does that song is What's Not What Is. I think it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Name. You're yeah. right. You're right. Get up, get down, get on the floor. Everyone's doing the dinosaur. Yeah. Such a good song. You know what? Mario Brothers movie? Not as shitty as everyone makes it out to be. Really? I haven't seen it in years. I think it's great. I think the people's big complaint, it's like, it's nothing like the game. And it's like, right. yeah, you know what? It's good. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what could it do? I mean, if it was going to be like the game, especially in that time period, what would it be? It would be yeah. nothing. It would be just downright dumb. Yeah. Man, I'm going to go through a rapid fire secession here. Um, okay. Uh, and if you want to do the same, you can because we're running out of time. All right. Sounds good. I got a stack of CDs here that I got from the other room. I'm just going to blast about them. The okay. Shock Treatment soundtrack, the sequel to the uh, movie Rocky Horror Picture Show. By okay. Richard O'Brien. Very good. A lot of good songs. It has a ska song. And it also has the really cool Richard O'Brien song that plays during the black screen after the credits. That's really weird. You need to be the um i think i brought up bandwagon a hundred times bandwagon is about oh, a band yes, that goes yes. on tour yeah i love band i love the movie bandwagon The Doug soundtrack. Oh, yeah, Doug. (laughs) 
the both train spotting soundtrack And then T2 train spotting soundtrack. But it ain't Alpha and Omega, it's just Nintendo and Sega. I'm a real gone kid here to flip your lid. Do you like have you heard the train spotting soundtracks? No, I don't think I have heard them. Oh man, there's so many good songs. Like uh where'd it go? Like Born Slippery. Amazing, okay. amazing song. So many good songs on here. Yeah, Iggy Pop song, Lust for Life. Solid. Oh, right. Brian Eno, Deep Blue Day. New Order is on it? Yeah, it's oh, all these nice. bands you like. Blur, yeah. your favorite band? Oh, yeah, Blur. And the last one I'm going to bring up is uh, the Tank Girl soundtrack. And that's why blues do it, bees do it, even educated fleas do it, let's do it, let's fall in love. Nice. Got a lot of, uh, you know, butt radio rock from the era, but it also has L7. Get out of my way Stomp. Stomp's on it. You know, the performance group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portis head. Can't anybody see? Belly. Ice tea. Damn where she's coming from. The hardcore's connected to the base of her fate. She just breaks and brings drama to the situation. Ejaculation of hot projectiles. She fucks wild. Better recognize when she comes. She comes correct. Collects respect. And if not, you catch a broken neck, buddy. Yeah, and a song that's not on the soundtrack. I forgot the, what the band is called, but the song is called Two Cents. <laughs> That's a solid song that is not on the soundtrack. It's like the best song in the movie. Oh, and huh. it's got an updated version of Girl You Want. She's just a girl. She's just a girl. The girl you want. She's just a girl. She's just a girl. The girl you want. Yeah. Like Devo recorded a new version of Girl You Want for the soundtrack. Damn. That's cool. Like, it's when soundtracks were like, your soundtrack album was like a cool compilation. Yeah, for sure. And the movies, I fucking love the movie too. Yeah. Have you seen nice. Tank Girl? Uh, yes, I have. Okay, that's very Scott Pilgrim-y, so I thought you would... Yeah. I'm realizing that a lot of the movies I like are all uh, comic book-based. What you got, Johnny? Uh, what do I have? Okay, so 
let's see i really liked the donnie darko soundtrack mainly because it had you know it had joy division it had can't think of what else it had right now a guy in a rabbit suit echo and the bunny men through the thick and yeah it had a lot of moody jams on there really liked uh the 28 days later soundtrack which actually yeah kind of had like a mix of stuff i mean you had god speedy black emperor uh, Granddaddy, that AM 180 yeah. track is amazing. Yeah, we were just talking about that song yesterday because I didn't know the guy in Granddaddy skated and skates again. Awesome. Yeah, apparently they have an album all about skateboarding, or the cover is. It's called like Concrete Dunes or something, Factbot. Jeez, Rick, can you not get anything right? The album is called. Wait, holy shit, you were right. Never heard it. I'll have to check that out. It's weird we both brought up Danny Boyle soundtracks because I remember hearing an interview with Danny Boyle whenever T2 was coming out, T2 uh-huh. Transpotting, which they had to call it that for legal reasons. There's an album called Transpotting 2. So that's why they couldn't call it. They had to call it T2 How weird. Okay. But uh, they were like, well, the movie might suck, but the soundtrack will be good because Danny <laughs> Boyle always has very solid soundtracks in his movies. For sure. That yeah, is that, true. That Granddaddy song is pretty good. I don't love Granddaddy, but I like that song a lot. Yeah. Just doing nothing. Yeah, same here. Huh? He was a professional skater, the singer Granddaddy. It's crazy, in the 80s. That's cool. And that's why he started a band, because he hurt his leg or something and couldn't skate anymore. That's cool. Yeah. Never knew that. Oh, can't hardly wait. High School Teen Movie. That was a great soundtrack. A movie um, I only saw recently. Really? Oh, man. I, we loved that movie. Definitely kind of problematic nowadays, but it's a really good movie. What did it have on there? It has Run DMC. It has some Busta Rhymes. You got Blink-182 track, damn it. Your face, the timing, and structure. Finally happened, we got Blink-182. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I thought about it too. I was like, mm, I could mention this. 
And oh yeah, a soundtrack that I really liked when I was a kid, uh, Space Jam. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance to your dance at the Space Jam. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about the hits from that one. <laughs> what? We can't talk about the Quad City DJs? Oh, we can talk about the Quad City DJs. <laughs> that also had Busta Rhymes on it. It's like inch by inch and step by step. I'm closing in on your position and destruction is my mission. No, eight is not enough. The whole squad better it up. It's like switch when I bust. Now your whole crew is dust. Coming through. Oh, wow. He was uh, making his uh, his loops there. Yeah, hit him high. If I hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. Oh, hit him low, hit him low. Great. No, you got anything else? As uh, not that off? I can think of. I'm sure I'll think of thousands after. Yeah, of course. Well, part two. Part two of Soundtrack Mania. We run out of things <laughs> to talk about. I will say, I do have a playlist on my iPod that I've had for years of songs from 80s movies during montages. Uh-huh. So I can clean up the house while listening to it. That's amazing. And it's pretty solid. And I'm posting it as a bonus with this episode. Ah, oh, nice. So you can clean the house to soundtrack uh, music from Revenge of the Nerds. Night Shift. Nice. That one song from Tank Girl, Two Cents. Because uh-huh. it's, it's a fucking solid montage song. It's when they're building the tank. Yeah. Yeah. Hell you yeah. can vacuum your house while listening to that that uh, mix. That sounds amazing. We got one more thing to bring up. Oh. Uh, I don't know if we'll have time to put it in the episode, but let's do... Hey, Johnny. Oh. I'm the listener uh, and the listener's friends. Hey, oh. Johnny. Hey. How you... I know you like emo, right? Oh, I love emo. How do you feel about this big uh, this big fest that's coming up? Oh, man, how do I feel about this big fest? Well, I fucking hate it. As, like, an old emo kid, it kind of annoys me that they're legitimizing things that I don't actually see as emo, like My Chemical Romance. So, it's kind of frustrating, but also, I'm old, so it makes sense that I would be bitter and old and shake my fist at it. <laughs> My thing, because everyone's been bringing it up, is that it's not my thing. Like, it never was. It's not for me. It's for, like, people that are maybe 25 or 30 now. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, you fall into that category, sort of. For sure. But uh, you probably didn't listen to a lot of that. I, a lot of Spewed is playing it, which is wild. Sleep. Oh, I think I saw you in my sleep, darling. Yeah, there's, like, bands that are new emo bands, like the Wonder Years and stuff that are playing it. You were the one thing. I mean, like, I liked Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World was probably my real introduction to emo, and then instead of going, like, with the popular, like, emo stuff, I kind of delved deep into it and started finding out about, like, Mineral and stuff like that. Yeah. To the 
so I went the opposite direction and just got into everything that was already kind of done. Also, my main complaint about this big fest is that why are they having a big fest during the middle of a pandemic? I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, man. I and like Connor being there. She moves. Oh, he's there like three times, right? He's doing it in like three different bands. Is he? Yeah, I think so. What are I his thought... bands? He's Connor uh, Oberst. So... She moves. So he's doing Bright Eyes for sure. She moves. His other bands would be like Dust of Parasitos, who I don't believe is there. She moves. Okay, I could be wrong. And then Better Oblivion community or something, but... She moves. That's like kind of a newer band. I don't believe that's there either. I did talk to an 18-year-old girl about this, uh, uh-huh. previously mentioned on the show. Uh, she says she has a soft spot for Haley Williams and Patricia Day, who are playing it, I believe. Oh, yeah, because Paramore's playing it. It's gotta just feel so And I did mention to her that Paramore is not a good band, but I did watch a live like video of them, like a someone there's like a live show uh, playing in the background at a music shop one time. Yeah, and I was like, you know what, this would this band would be fun to see. Like she's like running all over the place and like they're acting bananas, and it's like, oh, that'd be a cool set, not for like two hours, but for sure. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I think there's bands that you know maybe not your cup of tea but maybe kind of fun to see yeah which has happened to me quite a few times where like i mean i go to shows with marissa all the time and i'm not the biggest folk listener but i've seen like father john misty phoebe bridgers everyone buys about what it means to be a soldier i wouldn't find myself listening to them on my free time but they were good to see live i uh i have a funny story about father john misty that i'll tell you off the thing uh um, okay but it's it's very funny and it's mean-spirited uh, <laughs> now nah, fuck it on air baby so doing uh, it live my friend was really into father john misty and she saw him play and she was like hey father john misty whatever his real name is yeah like do you want to you want to smoke some weed and he's like call me when you get real drugs and then what he walked away and then tripped down the stairs oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing yeah he seems like a drunk asshole (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny to me i I need to get permission to draw a comic about that Uh, oh you know what as a soundtrack we didn't mention before we go what's that the walk hard soundtrack dewey cox I've never seen the movie, never heard the soundtrack. It's probably Are you funny. serious? It's yeah. amazing. And actually, like, John C. Riley does an amazing job singing those songs. And if we're going to bring up those kinds of things, we should might as well bring up the uh, the Lonely Island movie. Pop star Never Stop, Never Stopping. Solid oh, soundtrack. Yeah. Of a house like a karate guy. I like to kick it. I'm a karate guy. I like to kick it. But really, we're at like 45 minutes. We got to go, baby. All right, let's get out of here. Good let's 90s. Get the fuck out of here. Good 90s to all and to all a good 90s. Good 90s. 90s. We're at 90 when we go 90. 90.